for listening and being a part of Mama Said. And thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Our guest today, first, um, he's our friend, a serial tech entrepreneur. His name is Chris Ovitz, and we have Dr. Colleen Russo-Johnson. She is a developmental psychologist with an expertise in children's media and technology. I mean, we need her more than ever. Um, but they, together with, an, with a group of wonderful humans, have brought to the world the app OK Play. It's a guide to building children's empathy, kindness, and creativity. They are here to tell us all about it. We can't wait to learn about it. And use it. Um, so please welcome to the show, Chris and Dr. Colleen Russo-Johnson. Thank you. Thanks, Jamie. Hi, guys. Um, well, first and foremost, congratulations on the launch of the app. Um, was this something you guys were planning pre-COVID? I mean, how, how long does it take to develop something like this? That's a, that's a great question. It was definitely, definitely pre-COVID. COVID accelerated it for sure. Um, with everyone being stuck at home, it was an incredible opportunity to bring something like this to the world. But uh, this is something that started uh, with one with my journey becoming a father. But I was sitting at home on my couch in 2018 watching uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor, which is the Mr. Rogers documentary, and mm -hmm. obviously became incredibly inspired. And in the same way that he wanted to use the use the phone or use the use television to. Uh, reach millions of family and teach them about emotions, especially the hard ones. Uh, I felt that we could do that with mobile devices, right? They're not going anywhere uh, anytime soon. And so I thought, we, couldn't we use the device in a similar way to connect with, with our families, right? And to most importantly, play. And so I started talking to my partners about it, uh, started to put together some thoughts. And then we read about uh, Colleen in an Atlantic article that she was quoted in and just fell in love with her work and reached out to her and she got very excited about it. And to answer your question more directly, it was uh, about a two year journey to bring it, to, bring it to, to life. So, and then Colleen, maybe you wanna talk a little bit about how you got inspired. Yeah, so you know, my background is in child development. My expertise is in children, media, and technology. And so I really dedicated my career to figuring out how we can use media and technology as a tool for good to enhance the lives of families everywhere because that's not going anywhere. And why not lean into it to figure out how we can we boost experiences? How can we boost learning? Um, and so what's been really exciting about this app is it's really taking all the research I've done and putting it all into one product. So usually, you know, apps or TV shows might create something and then consult with, a, you know, a specialist to make sure it's appropriate or whatnot. But what, what makes us unique is that we've developed this from the ground up using what we know from science both in the field of media and technology, but also, you know, our whole curriculum is based on social and emotional learning. Mm -hmm. So we've worked with multiple PhDs in that field um, who really understand how children best learn these topics to figure out how we can work into this app uh, to not only uh, help kids, but to help parents uh, teach these uh, skills to their children. So what, so what is OK Play exactly? Can you kind of lay it out for us? 
Absolutely. Um, I really think of it as a catalyst to uh, having parents and kids play together, uh, spend quality time together. You know, we often think of, you know, the iPad or a phone and we think of it as this kind of like solo experience for the child, Mm -hmm. but that's because there's no other app that actually invites the parent into the experience to be a part of it. And listen, I'm the mom of two young children. I know that life is busy. Parenting is exhausting. I sometimes need my parent, my kids to play with the app alone or, or, or do whatnot as I uh, make dinner or, or have yeah. a glass of wine and recharge. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I love feeling that like I, I can be a part of this experience. This app was made with me in mind as well. And that we can actually use the phone as a tool for quality time and connection. And it's just a new way of thinking about it. Why don't we use it in that way? Uh, and so, you know, I think as much as this is a tool for kids, it's a tool for parents. Because the truth is, we don't have time to read a parenting book. So instead of taking the time to do that, what you can do is spend the time playing with your child, learning skills as you go. Um, there's tons of activities that you can do on the device. Uh, off, some are just inspiration ideas to do off the device and other ones bridge real and digital play. So there's a variety of activities you can do with your child. They can do solo, um, really something for everyone. And what are the, uh, what's the age range for this app? So I would go, go ahead, Colleen. No, no, please, Colleen. You're the you're the expert. Go for it. Our curriculum is focused on ages three to six, so kind of that preschool um, age range, which is a really important time to focus on social emotional learning. You know, research shows that. Um, it's extremely important for not only predicting later social skills, but later academic success as well. So, you know, it's really uh, important that we think about not just ABCs and one, two, threes, and we think of, you know, school readiness, but we think about how are our kids developing these skills. And especially during this pandemic, I think we've often thought, you know, these are skills that kids can only work on with other kids, but that's not the truth. There's actually a lot of things that parents can do. And so we want to empower parents to realize that they are their kids' best teacher. Um, and there's a lot you can practice at home, but not every parent is a development expert, nor should they be. And so we want to do the hard work for you by delivering you the ways to talk about these topics. You know, parents tell us in our, in our research beta testing we did that my kids opening up in ways they never have before. And that's no surprise to us because, you know, we're giving you the, the tools to talk to them in a way that they will open up. Yeah. Sorry. Well, that's so important because I I think that has been one of the main stressors of parents, especially with young children, of of them missing out on this very important time in their life. And and, um, I I mean, I know I'm one of them. And so I think that it's really amazing and refreshing and a gift to give these parents and give them the tools and and their kids the tools to still be able to to develop while we're still in this, you know, current situation. Yeah, and I was going to say something that I love um, about your app and something that is always challenging for my son, who's almost five, is taking turns and sharing. And you guys implement that in your app. And it's part of the curriculum of your, of your app to say, now give it to someone else. Now, whether it be your brother or sister or mom or dad, whoever it is. Um, and I love that because it is so hard to get a kid off of an iPad and let the brother or sister, someone else share. So I love that it's being implemented and that's such a good tool to learn. And the real world play, like you said, the transferring things there to then inspiring a real world activity is really important because I found, especially with my older son, 
it, it's kind of really been like the heavy focus on like what he's doing in his iPad or his game. And then it's when you want to bring him into the real world, it feels like he's being ripped from it. And it's very hard for him to transition. Um, and, you know, I, I, I like you, it's like the iPad has been a way for me to have a reprieve, to get a moment, whether it's to cook dinner or fold laundry or tend to his brother or whatever it is. And while it's been a wonderful convenience, it's it's been it's also been a bummer because you know I, I feel guilty, and he's disconnected. So this is truly such a gift for us. We appreciate you saying that, and I think that you bring up a really interesting point, Jamie, in that there is so much shame and guilt associated with screen time in general, right? Um, but at the end of the day, we're all very we're very privileged, and we have support right when we're raising our children there's so many people that don't and so yeah. some people don't have the luxury to even worry about that guilt and shame right it's just a reality for them um and i think some people can take comfort in knowing that games and like especially you know jenna was, i was talking to jenna yesterday and she was saying your son likes to play minecraft right that's a game that's incredibly positive and teaches real world skills right uh it teaches teamwork imagination creativity um, it's, it's an, and I think, look, there's, I, have you heard of Jay McGonigal? She's a really fantastic game designer who wrote a book called reality is broken. Um, and it, it, she basically talks about how games make us better as a society. Right. And one thing she says is I'll read a quote. She says researchers worked with more than 3000 young gamers in total. And in all three studies, they reached the same conclusion. Young people who spend more time playing games in which they're required to help each other are significantly more likely to help friends, families, neighbors, and even strangers in their real lives. So I think that's really wow. interesting because when, this is great. <laughs> so when you're, when I think parents can take some comfort in that is like, look, not, not all content is created equal. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if they're playing the right content, it can be an incredibly positive learning tool. Right. And I think there's something there's elements of that in what we're trying to do. Right. We're trying to balance this, you know, in app and real world uh, play. And by bringing the parent into it, uh, we're yeah, we're doing uh, we believe we're doing more good than than harm for sure. Absolutely. And you I to quote you guys, Colleen, you talked about reframing screen time as a tool. Mm -hmm. you know, for your families, based on your family's needs. And and I, I will say, you know, there's times, you know, the technology is amazing where Bo will ask me a question. And if I don't have the answer, I'll say, look it up. And he presses, he can't really write yet. So he presses the little microphone part of his Google search and he looks it up. And next thing I know, he's watching videos about, you know, sharks and, and sea life. And so there there are wonderful gifts, but sometimes we can't monitor it. So to have you know, an app created that we know has been mindful and, um, you know, really careful about where it's, it's leading the kids and how, it, and how it's going about things is, is especially helpful because sometimes when we do leave them alone, they can, they can get in a, you know, a rabbit hole. It's, it's, you know, you know, you never know. So it, it, it gives, it gives safety in, in the freedom that screen time can give us sometimes too. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I think it's also just, you know, I, I really love what Chris is saying too, about like, it is a um, privileged position we're in to have this debate. And I think that, you know, what I really want all parents to take away, and I think this pandemic has kind of like really shown a light on this, is stop judging yourself 
and stop judging others. It's just not worth it. And you know what? The judgment you're putting on yourself is doing more harm <laughs> than the screen time <laughs> is, is yeah. if there's any harm the screen time is doing, right? Like it's, uh, we forget like what, you know, what that like kind of self-doubt does on ourselves and how that transfers to our kids. And I think, it, you know, it relates to our name in some ways as well. Um, we're, all, cause we're all about relieving uh, pressure from parents and that's why our name is OK Play. Um, our company name is the OK Company. We want parents to know it's OK. Um, it's OK to not be a perfect parent because there is no such thing. And anyone who's pretending to be a perfect parent is actually doing a disservice to their children because children need to see us struggle and fail and be frustrated, be angry, and be sad because those are all real emotions that our children uh, will and do experience. And we can actually use these as opportunities to model how to react. And so for me, when I get frustrated, I might say, you know, mommy needs some me time and they'll watch me go take that. And then my kids will do that on their own. And that's one thing we actually talk about in the app quite a bit as well is like taking that time to yourself and recharging and, and really feeling your feelings. Like it's okay for my kids to be sad. And that's such a weird thing to wrap your head around because, you know, as parents, we're so instinctively trained to not let our kids suffer. Like we don't want to yeah. see them upset, but we yeah. should not just put emotional band-aids on things because that's not doing them any good. Mm -hmm. uh, so let them feel those feelings and it's, it's not comfortable for them or for us. And so that's what we want to do. We want to walk parents and kids through that process of ways to express yourself. So when my daughter Ripley, who's three, <laughs> gets angry, which as you know, many three-year-olds get angry quite often and um, she has swinging emotions. So in those moments, we'll pull out the app and do something called the Angry Parade. It gets her to express her emotions through movement because you know what? For wow. a saying, you know, talk about what you're feeling, use your words versus dance yeah. it out, stomp it out. Uh, the latter makes way more sense to a three-year-old, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, and then once we've done that, we'll do, we'll pull out the angry song and she'll record these tracks. Like she's laying down little sounds and tracks that mix together into this angry song. And it's so funny and cute. And I'm telling you at the end of it, I've taken what would have been a tan temper tantrum situation and turned it into a quality bonding moment for us. Wow. Incredible. I love that so, so much. And it, and it is such an important message that you're saying that it's okay to feel your feelings because to be candid, yesterday I had a moment and normally it's something I would have skis myself, but I, I, I just needed to talk about it with my husband because I'm learning in therapy that I can't bottle things up and I need to express them when I feel them if, if it's safe. And I cried about something that was going on. And my son walked over to me and gave me a hug and said, I'm sorry, you're having a bad day, which was a very sweet moment. But then last night, the same day when I put him to bed, he started crying and he's not really an emotional kid. And he said, this is hard, mommy. I don't like seeing my friends in little screens all day. I don't know where to look. I just want to touch my friends. I want to play with them. I hate FaceTime. And I just let him go. And it was really wonderful because I think for whatever reason, when he saw me feel my feelings, he felt safer last night. And he talked about it in his Zoom today in class. But especially for I mean, he's seven, he's a little bit older. I actually thought he was still young enough to maybe not feel those things. And last night was a moment where I was like, oh, wow. Okay, you're actually at an age where this is affecting you. And I, I'm going to pay attention to that. But for the younger kids, like you're saying, like especially three to six for okay play, like to have those tools, like for my little one, Jack, that wouldn't be able to express himself with words, that's so helpful because I can't imagine 
what these kids are feeling and they can't even make sense of it in their own yeah and you know it's 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 so true i mean my son's four years old and he totally understands what's going on you know even though he's in this little pod with with one other child and he's asking why he can't hold his hand or (laughs) why he can't touch you know and he's like and, and they got tested and they know they're negative, right, for yeah. for COVID. But and so he's like, um, we're both negative. Why can't we touch? Yeah. I just want to hug my friend. And it's so they they get it. And having the tools to be able to deal with those emotions is really important. Did, did you guys implement anything like an emergency COVID type of thing into your app? Like, did you think like, God, like, because of COVID, my children aren't able to touch or aren't able to do this? Was there mm-hmm. anything that was driven specifically by COVID? You know, what's funny is uh, we, first of all, we're exploring some stuff to deal with uh, grief because that is something that sadly is a horrible like outcome of this. A lot of kids are losing grandparents at a much higher rate than they would have, right? But there's other little things we did, like it's almost more uh, tweaks we made and little like, like uh, more emphasis on video chat activities you can do, right? Um, or, or sending like virtual cards to each other, or virtual yeah. hugs. Aww, like, love that. There's some tweaks I made that were things like um, we had this like video. We had these little videos in the app that um, that are really based on research. They have pauses and then they have prompts for parents and kids to talk together. It's, it's amazing. But uh, there was one that was all about giving high fives. And I was like, hmm, I think we should change this to an air high five. Right. Just to right. be, you know, mindful of the time. Right. So yeah, it's funny that, that, you know, talking about grief. I mean, I read an article in the beginning of the pandemic um, that was basically, and maybe you read it too, like grieving doesn't have to be a death and everyone's grieving right now, uh, whether they've lost someone or not. And we're all grieving something that we've lost from this pandemic. And I just think that's, you know, it's so important to, you know, teach the kids how to get through grief in this crazy time. It's just what you were talking about, you know, Jamie, the loss that your son feels. Yeah. 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 Grieving. Well, I mean, the universe is, is an amazing thing. And the timing of what you guys have been working so hard the past couple of years to create, it literally couldn't have come at a better time for families and parents and kids. And um, we are going to let you guys let everyone know that you're giving everyone a special gift to our listeners of a three month free promo code. So maybe you can give that to them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we can send, maybe there's a way to send it to them after, but all they have to do is go to okplay.co uh, backslash, I believe it's mama, mama said. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll yeah. link it on our Instagram and everything. I have it right yeah, yeah, yeah. Backslash okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then well, it's a, and it'll be, all they have to do is enter their email address and they'll, they'll get the, get okplay for three months for free. That's, That's so generous of you guys. Thank you so much. I, again, I think this is, I, I'm so, Jen and I have been able to, you know, have the app and, and, sh- and share it with our kids, but I think it's really such a special gift and parents, I, I, we can't recommend it enough. Um, it's really um, the future. And, you know, Chris, I've always been such a huge fan of you and your wife who we've had on our podcast as well. And you guys are such mindful humans and parents and wonderful people and Colleen, it's such a pleasure to meet you and get to learn um, about how you, you are ex- invited on our podcast anytime. Yes, you want to talk about I was going to say, <laughs> and I feel like we would actually love to talk to you deeper about a lot of. A yeah, lot of I was going to say why you don't need me on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, we, well, we wanted to have a special podcast, this bonus podcast, just about this app because it's really important and we wanted, and it's such a gift, like we said, but we would love to talk to you, Colleen, further about all of this because, you know, as we said, this screen time and everything is, is a big debate amongst people. And I think that you, even today, have given such a relief and so devoting a whole episode to you will be, will be really helpful. Let's do it. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us, and uh, yeah, we're honored Virginia, to be here. We have our we have our shitty parent moments. Oh, oh, oh right. <laughs> you know, I it, it's like you know sometimes you think it's like so you never know if people want to do this, and this kind of thing. But great, hey, guys, hold on, we've got some shitty parent moments for you. <laughs> shitty mommy. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm a perfect dad. So. <laughs> Oh, sure, Betty. Yeah. I remember you from high school, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yes, don't worry. I'm sorry, middle school. <laughs> far, far, far from it. Yeah. All right, ladies first. Okay, I'm going to go first. All right, so mine is more of a, a shitty mommy uh, thought. But okay. we recently got a playground. And because I feel like a lot of people during quarantine have been like, how do we find a way to play outside and not go to other parks, right? So we got a playground and I was so excited because this is gonna be a way to keep my kids active and I could get work done. And it even has a picnic bench under it. And I had visuals of me sitting my laptop, getting work done, drinking wine. They're playing around me happily, active, getting tired, great. Not the case at all, because whenever I'm there, all my kids wanna do is swing which means me literally being hands-on and I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there pushing them forever. You know, it's never high enough. God forbid one kid's higher than the other and they're one in three. So they can't forbid. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're like in out. That's like, that's not just saying it isn't pumping. You have to do it. (laughs) So, so I finally, and, and then the worst thing is they're not expending any energy, right? They're just sitting and I'm the one getting more tired. So the other day I was doing this, I went in a long rabbit hole of designing an automatic swing pusher. And I went deep in my mind. I was like, well, maybe the kid could get caught in the automatic mechanism. That could be a legal (laughs) issue, all this stuff. And then finally I'm like, what am I doing? I am a horrible mom right now. Like an automatic swing pusher that's called a parent. It's called parent child time. I'm outside. So I'm trying to embrace my new role as a part-time swing pusher, but um, Uh I'm working on it. Wait, Colleen, that's so funny. When my first one was born and throughout my second when my first one was born I was like googling I was like who has an automatic stroller pusher like when you're at a restaurant you have like a little track and you put the stroller on the track and it goes like this and people had it already really yes I thought it was brilliant I mean it's not like really come out on the market but you know maybe I should Ben and I are waiting for our billion dollar idea maybe we shouldn't moms moms in need are the ones that come up with these so parents in need yeah. usually come up with those brilliant yeah. ideas well there's one that's for your car seat right so if you're like uh, i i remember seeing that oh. like, that kind of rocks your car seat if it's like somewhere to keep it so you're not just constantly uh, you know similar yeah well you know if you would have invented that don't feel too guilty i think you would have had a couple it would be brilliant. Of <laughs> <laughs> all right what about you chris so i don't have one shitty parenting moment i just have many um <laughs> and i think it's for me, it's really to, to be a little more serious about it. It's, it's, you know, I could argue more harm is done to our children by the constant distraction of our devices, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I find myself, as, especially as a busy entrepreneur, on my devices all the time. iMessage, mm-hmm. Slack, you, you know, email, right? And yeah. everything seems so urgent. And 
the just the other day I was I was sitting at, at the dining room table with my son and you know we actually had okay play out I was slightly distracted and not fully paying attention and we had this little scavenger hunt um, activity where you take pictures of your different emotions right and it's, it involves an alien and a rocket ship and he started asking me all these questions about like, why is they the, uh, you know, why, why am I making a shock face here? Why am I making an excited face here? And I was kind of answering him, not paying attention. Oh, cause you know, cause you saw an alien, but then as I like really dug in and paid attention to the activity, I even discovered things in our app that really hadn't even seen before ourselves where the aliens actually coming to the, the rocket ship has fallen over. Uh, and so you as the astronaut can't get back to earth. Right. And so then the alien actually uses his tractor beam to write the rocket upright so that you can take off again. And so that's why you're excited when you're taking the picture. Right. And the alien's doing something kind for you. And so then I dug deeper and I started reading our play tips that Colleen has written for us. Right. And, and then there's all these messages on how to extend the play. And I was like, it's almost like I was discovering our own app for the first time again. <laughs> and it was, it was amazing because the the play tips and the extend the play uh, tips actually work. We ended up going from that activity into playing astronauts and aliens around the house for an hour oh. based, based on a lot of the things that Colleen had written in those play tips uh, that are based on all of the curriculum she's developed and, and her team have developed for us. And so, yeah, I think it's, look, it, it's hard to, stay present all the time. Um, And so for me, it's just, yeah, like my shitting parenting moments are just remembering to be as present as possible with all the distractions in the world. And it's it's hard to stay present when like, sometimes you just don't have that brain to like think of those types of games. So it's so great that the app can teach, can inspire you because I was just thinking like, oh, if I thought of doing that, I could run around the house. Even if my two-year-old could join because he just wouldn't know, but he'd just be following our lead. Exactly. And that could really, A, kill some time and B, be really fun and make me feel good that I did something with them. But I'm not creative like that to think of those types of things. Well, so that's- And that's what I love. That's And that's what I love about what we're doing, right? It can start on the screen with a five to 10 minute activity and then you may end up with an hour of physical play inside yeah. your house or, or outside your house. Yeah. Um, look, you need to be inspired. To your, yeah. And to your point about inspiration and not having the brain power in that moment to think about it. Look, a quick story. I wake up with my son at 545 every morning. He's not, he doesn't like to sleep. And by, by noon, we've done everything you can possibly do together. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I just need an idea. And that's what yes. OK Play does yes. for us. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, well, guys, thank you so much again. Again, it's okplay.co backslash mama said, um, a three month free promo code. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie and Jenna. Colleen, we'll be hunting you down to come back on Mama Said. Let's do it. And we're going to leave you with a Mama Said. Remember, this Mama Said right here, me, used to always say screen time equals me time. But maybe screen time can equal us time now. So thank you guys from OK Play. Love it. Thanks so much for listening to Mama Said. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Bakewet. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week.